Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Carlola. Welcome to a very special Hero or Zero. It's not that special. Would you stop? Um, as always, I am Joe, a partner in crime, Mr. Shaw, me and Sean. Why is today's episode of Hero Zero so it's special? It's the 52nd one. A whole year. A whole year of Heroes or Zeros. Yes, this is our year long week. I suppose we had episode our 50 week, like two weeks ago, so yeah, it feels yeah. like. It's a bit of an anticlimax. Yeah. But this is an important episode. It is, because. Um, Anyone doesn't know if you've listened to this episode or show for any length of time. Nearly every episode gets brought up. Um, Nightwing is my favourite character in comic books. Inexplicably. Inexplicably. He's absolute dog shit, right? <laughs> I, lo- I love Little Dicky, right? We, you do. Uh, you I, do. And I said at episode one, I think it was. No, it was Tim Drake, which is episode two. Yeah. Or something. Something. I think it was maybe two. No. It was three. It was three. But anyway, uh, episode three was Tim Drake. And then I said, if we ever get to episode 50, yeah. I'll do Nightwing. As a laugh, because I thought we'd only get to like episode five. And then no, we'd just, we'd peter out. We'd peter out. Unfortunately, it's gotten to the point now where I would have to do the episode. Yeah. And I put it off for another two weeks. Give yourself two weeks to write it. Uh, two weeks to write it. And then eventually I said, right, fuck it, we may do it. So... Mm. Episode 52, Hero Zero. The Hero Zero isn't really numbered, but it's kind of whatever okay, you do. Yeah. This is the Nightwing special, Sean. Okay, buckle in, everyone. What do you know about Nightwing? Uh, he used to be a Robin. Yes. Uh, Dick Grayson. Little Dicky. Now he's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a better Batman. He's a nicer man than Batman is, and he hates Batman sometimes. Uh, that's pretty good, yeah. Um, as a character, he I adore this character, so... 
I'm putting it all out there. If people don't like him, they can shit all over me. I don't care. Okay, but you heard him. He's my favorite character. Leave don't send me digs. Leave Nightwing um, alone. I'm going to start off, obviously, with his Robin origin. Of course. And then work up to Nightwing. Grass. Well, we can call this episode Nightwing. It's fine. <laughs> Dick Grayson. I was going to try and get out of it and just to, like, a Dick Grayson the Robin years. And then a Dick Grayson the Nightwing years. I think that you carry through that. Um, Dick Grayson. Nightwing, other is known as Richard John Grayson. Oh, yes. strong name. Uh, was first created in Detective Comics number 38, April 1940. Right, so yeah. he's been around a while. He's been around a very, very long time. Um, he was created by one Bill Finger and Bob Kane. And mostly Bill Finger. <laughs> mostly Bill Finger. And Jerry Robinson was the illustrator. So, um, this was all happening because Batman at the time was very dark very dark nuts and he was a middle aged man not many kids were reading the old Batman no sure he was an old lad because he was an old lad and what happened was he used to go around and just go killing people and he wasn't a very nice chap no so they said how do we get the kids involved will we give the psychopath a partner yes but not just any partner a child a child of some kind that will get the kids in yeah right so, um, to start off, everyone already knows, Dick Grayson was an eight-year-old circus acrobat. Yes. Um, the youngest of a family act called the Flying Graysons of the Haley Circus. A happy family, I'm sure it'll all be grand. I think that's the end of the report. Um, <laughs> Dick joined the act at a very young age, and having been trained in acrobatics from birth, he was basically an amazing, uh, an amazing performer and an amazing athlete. So he just grew up... Flying on trapezes. Well, your parents are like the best trapeze artists in the country. So, so he grew up with that, and he was trained for basically birth to be the most flippity, flippity floppity man in the ro- in the room. Basically, all he ever knew. Exactly. And so, um, before one appearance in Gotham City, in which the Flying Graysons were the main attraction, they were asked to pose for a photo opportunity with Jack Drake, which is what we covered. In Tim Drake? Yes, 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 yes. It's the Drake, Tim Drake, who's the third Robin, was at that circus with his family. I see. That night. Um, but that's completely off the record. But we see it from one side. And now we see it from the other. Now we see it from the other side. So, uh, why am I reading this? This is all very... You, you know all <laughs> this. So, I'm just reading this and be like, oh, I get it all right. But basically, they're at the circus and... Um, Everyone knows that there's a crime boss around the place, right? Yeah. Now, Sean, what is this man's name? Is it Falcone? Oh, no. Tony Zuko. Tony Zuko. Tony Zuko is a known uh, crime syndicate boy. Head honcho. And he comes around to everyone in the circus and he's like, um, I need to get paid for some protection money. I won't smash this place up if you just give me a little off the top of what you're making here. Of course. And they said, yeah, no bother. They said, absolutely have the child. So they gave him to little Dickie. Uh, No, they said, the the owner of the circus said that no. He refused straight out. And um, Tony Zuko was like, okay, you'll get what's coming for you. You'll get it. And he walked off. And what happened was that um, he walked off and... Dick seen all this and he's seen you're gonna ha- I think Tony Zuko even like when he's walking off you can see him he takes out a knife or he there's some sort of situation where he's there's, clearly up to something he's clearly going to uh, uh, do something yeah. to somebody cause someone's death 
And Dick sees all this, and obviously he's only eight or nine, so he doesn't put it together. He's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking dickhead, right? You know what? I've turned on him now, actually. <laughs> um, no, he's a child, right? And so he sees him after protection, but he sees Tony Zuka walk off, and he thinks nothing of it. So he goes off with his parents, and they get ready for their act. They're up in the trapeze, mm-hmm. and the story goes is that Tony Zuko weakened the wire... Of one of the trapeze things. So that as it was being used, it was getting weaker and weaker, weaker and weaker. Weaker and weaker and thinner and thinner. And then just as Dick was in the, in the performance, uh, Dick's mother would swing across and collect him. Right. And then he would swing back. So like the three of them would be going simultaneously. She swings up and she gets his, fa- his father and they're both swinging back to get him. And the, wi- and the wire snaps. And Jesus. the famous thing about the the, the, the Graysons, the Flying Graysons, is they were the only trapeze artists in the whole country that had no net. Because they were so talented, that was their big selling point. Yeah. The level of danger was even higher. But Because they were so skilled. So if they had a net, they would have lived. They would have lived, but the fact was they didn't have a net. And so Dick seen his parents die right... Fall in front r- of him. Fall in front of him. Surrounded by 500 people in this tent Jeez. in a circus, yeah, and they just land with a tud, and he's just left up there on the podium. And presumably, his mother or father had their hands out to him, yes, to, go to get to get him. Classic, classic stuff, right? Classic way to die. Um, what a, I mean, that would lead anyone to just be so positive. Wouldn't um, it just? He blames himself, of course, for the murder because he thinks. Uh, he should have warned his parents. He should have said, "I look, I saw him with a knife." It's, yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, or we could have stopped them. So, but I think that's natural. Yeah, that, like if your parents pass away, everyone is kind of like, "It's my fault." Somehow, or like if someone you love passes away, like you, the stages of grief. At some stage, you're like, "I could have done something." Yeah, could have done something else. Something different. So, and he was like in direct contact with the murder. So he's like even more so. If I had punched him, then it would have been fine. But yeah. he didn't know. He just so, never got to the acceptance um, stage. Batman, of course, Mister Bruce Wade was mm-hmm. in the crowd that night. Yeah, uh, as the story goes. So he watched Dick's parents die, and uh, it's seen that Batman um, Bruce puts on the Batman costume. And he investigates it with Gordon. And there's a scene where Batman is standing beside Dick Grayson. Like trying to just talking to the child. Yeah. It's like, are you okay? Because if anyone knows something about dead parents, it's one Bruce Wayne. It's Batman. He knows it, what he's about. Yes. Um, and he's also like, he's he's nice in that moment, isn't he? He's not a prick about it. No, oh, no. Like, I think there's certain times where, especially uh, how they work, is because Batman needs to have like a caring moment. Yeah, every so often. Because uh, he sees a lot of himself. Like yeah. he, he sees himself as Dick Grayson in that moment, and he's like, "What would I have wanted yeah. if I was that age?" And so um, Dick is then sent off to a lot of boarding schools, and like uh, he goes into a few orphanages until uh, he, Bruce basically adopts him. But he adopts him as his ward instead of as his father because I think the thing is he doesn't want to replace. He's like, like I don't ever want to replace your parents because don't you can't forget them. Yeah. Because I I'm not but, I'm I remember my parents and I don't want to cover your parents by saying I'm your father, so I'm your ward. Yeah, I I'm looking after you. Yeah. Um which I think is also a nice little thing to do. Yeah, it's it's a level of respect. Yeah. Um and so Dick joins the Bruce Bruce Wayne and he gets taken in by this rich guy. It's that he thinks this is great. Yeah. Then over the coming weeks, Sean. Mm-hmm. 
he's starting to think I don't see Bruce and I'm very very bored yeah I'm in this big house it's me Bruce and a butler and I never see Bruce Bruce is never here yeah during the day he sleeps and then during the night time I never see him what's he doing what's he, what's he up to what's he up to so he grows a bit bored and um, he decides I'm going to go find Tony Zuko as a kid right and on, he sneaks out one night only to stumble into Batman no. Who who uh, was also investigating Tony Zuko at the time, of course. Convenient. Because Bruce is like, uh, the first thing he does is like, I'll find Tony Zuko. Yeah. this kid's parents died because of him. Uh, and he brings Bruce in a very strange, as you said, like, moment of compassion, brings Dick immediately to the back cave. And is like, this is what the story is. This is who I am. This is what the story is. I'm Batman. I'm going to find Tony Zuko and I'm, I'm going to put him. I'm going to stop him and uh, I don't know it's never said straight away that he would join um, but then Bruce t- Dick is like I want to help like I, w- I want to like do something yeah because the two of them have seen how bad crime can be in Gotham and they want to fight against it yeah um, and so Batman offers him the chance you can join but it's like I want to train you within an inch of your life, just so you know what you're getting into here. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be, you're going to want to quit 500 times. Yeah, and I won't let you. Yeah, I won't let you. If you say yes right now, you're in. Yeah. Um, I think Batman once said the line, you're my second in command. Like, you are my lieutenant. So, yeah. if you're not on fully page, then we can't work together. Yeah. And that's where a lot of scraps happen. But that's, that's what I say goes. <laughs> that could be an issue that comes yeah. in later on. Um, so... Robin's origin had a connection to Batman in that both witnessed the crime-related deaths of their parents, creating an urge to battle the criminal underworld. So they're very similar in how they were created. Yeah. But I find that as humans, they're completely different. They have different outlooks. Which is strange. Yeah. Because Dick really should have the same outlook as Bruce. That crime must be stopped at all costs. He grew up with him. Like, he was taught by him. But... In reality, Dix has a much um, lighter outlook. Now, that's not to say he won't stop crying. He stops. He's the most determined man in comic books. Yeah. But he just won't be a dick to people. Okay, fair. Like, he's like, I can do this the right way, rather than being just... I, do, I don't need to be distant and un, like unfeeling. I can, I can do this with friends. Yeah. Friends are more important than being by myself and solving all the crimes. Um, so, Dick enjoys his first year as Robin. Yeah. Uh, he has a great time. Has a lovely time, and this is in the I think it's Robin Annual One. I think it's I think it's Robin Year One or Robin Annual One. I've I've read this. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, you see, and he's like he's so happy, and every night they go on per- parole he, or patrol. He's just like talk. He has show up, and he's just like this is the best job ever. Aren't we superheroes? We're the we're, best. We're the fucking best. And me and you, bats. Me and you, Bruce. Come on, let's go. And Bruce is like really serious, and he's just like you need to calm down. You need to like, shut up. Crime is bad, and he's like yeah, but we get we're unstoppable. Like we can't be stopped. We're amazing. Like. He's got a kid enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, this all falls... It's a kid in a costume, like, running he's around. He's only 10 at yeah. this stage. And he's been trained, but he's also just naturally just a kid. Yeah. That's the thing. So this all comes to an end in that issue. Uh, I think it's Robin Year One. It might be Robin Year One or Robin Annual Year One. Uh, Two-Face captures the new district attorney and Batman. 
and uh, he has them each suspended from a hangman's noose in a double gallows death trap. He's all about the doubles. Ah, uh, two-face. Uh, two-face. He's all about the number two. Robin then turns up in his real happy, he's like really cocky. He's like, should we always save the day? Don't yeah. we always save the day? So nothing could go wrong. So Robin, uh, in trying to save the, the DA, uses a batter rag to cut the rope of the noose. Uh, it worked, of course. Excellent. And the DA is saved. Good. All happy. But Robin didn't account for Harvey Dent's obsession with the number two because it was a two-fold trap instead. Oh. And the, even though the rope was snapped, the floor then gave way, dropping the DA into the water where the man drowned right in front of Robin. Oh, my God. Yes. So he um, killed him. Robin was unable to prevent his death and received a beating at the hands of Two-Face in the same scene. Fuck. Have to remember Batman is tied up. Yeah, can't do anything. Watching all of this. As this 10-year-old boy tries to save the DA, kills him, and then gets the shit kicked over by Two-Face. Fucking hell. Yeah. And that's really the turning point for Dick, where he's like, oh, this can go wrong. I need to take it seriously. I need to start working. I need to think, because not every situation can be done by just put, like, uh, quips. Quips and and the fastest solution. Yeah. Like, he has to think of it true. So... That's like a major part of his growth as a character. You see him change now. He's not like dark, like Jason Todd or like serious. Yeah. But he realizes the gravity of the situation. Yeah. That he's in. I need to take things serious. I need to be careful. Yeah. And uh, it haunts him literally every day, basically, of his whole young life. I suppose he's 10. He killed the DA. And, but uh, he saved him, and there's that moment of adulation. Yeah. And then the floor falls through and he drowns. Fucking hell. Yeah. So rather than see Dick further in danger, Batman fires his partner, not for the first time. No. <laughs> that will happen quite a lot in the report. <laughs> um, sidelining the boy wonder for a time. After a certain while, Dick returns. It's fine. Who cares? Yeah, status quo. Every single time, Batman's like, "You're fired." And then, like, so what happens? Is he's like, "All right, come on, back I you need scab. You back in. Need you back. I need another lieutenant." Um, Dick continues his adventure with Batman and began attending college. So he, this is when he starts growing up. Yeah. Um, he's Robin for a few years, and then eventually they're like, "Right, he needs to be like seventeen." Yeah. He's, he's been ro- age up a bit. Um, Robin started to take on social solo missions as well after he started university and found himself to be a capable crime fighter in his own right okay so that's the beginning of him being his own person exactly and he does it differently he always like when he goes out by himself the crime isn't solved the same way as Batman he isn't Batman light yeah he solves it his own way he takes some some else whereas Batman would think of like this thing he's like I, I'm not going to copy what he would do he never goes into the like, what would Bruce do yeah it's like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Because I have different skills that yeah. I can work. He's not a... I don't think he's... He's very intellectually gifted, but he's not Bruce Wayne level intellectually gifted. Yeah. But he's a better athlete than Bruce. Right, okay, um, he's faster. And, and also, he's better at connecting with people. So he can go undercover. Yeah. And talk to people and find out situations like and that. And he's a nobody. He's and, not Bruce Wayne. Exactly. And so nobody really knows who he is. Yeah. Um... So, shortly afterward, the mysterious Raven summoned Dick Grayson and several other young heroes to form a new group. Called what are they, Sean? Teen Titans. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Teen Titans. Uh, Robin again resumed leadership. Yeah. uh, And moved out of the shadow of the Batman. Interesting. Um, So, he becomes leader of the Teen Titans because he's basically just... He he doesn't even realise it himself, but all those years of Batman... 
has made him the best. Yeah, the best tactician in all yeah. situations without him even realising. Because at the time, he's just like, Batman will do it. Batman. But watching him for yeah. like years... It just comes natural to him. Yeah. Now. And so when Robin was 17, he was shot in the shoulder by right. the Joker. Oh. Uh, and this scared Batman into ending his career for good again. Again. <laughs> oh no, I'm stick this time. <laughs> this is the end of the report again. Uh, Dick realised at that point that he had grown up and that he no longer relied on Batman. And in fact, he and the Dark Knight disagreed on crime-fighting methodology as Batman used torture, and Dick didn't like it in any way. Yeah, that's um, fair. His newfound independence and Titan's duties in New York left less time for his former commitments in Gotham City. He also dropped out of the college after only one semester. So, I think it's the 95 miniseries, I think it is, for um, Nightwing. Uh, I don't know that for sure, but this... There's a scene where Batman is under attack by Mr. Freeze. Right. And he's waiting for Dick to turn up. And Dick's late because he's on Titan's duty. Uh. And he's flying across. He's on his bike trying to get back across the city to get to Bruce. All right, okay. Because Bruce is like pegged under a wall and Freeze is like fire and a freeze gun at him. And he's like, I need you here now to do a decoy. And he's like, I'll be there in five minutes. Just hold on, just hold on. And so he finally gets there to defeat Freeze. But you can t- clearly tell that like... He's tired. He's spread thin. He's, sp- he's too spread out. That yeah. He's doing college and he's doing the Titans. He's burning and- the candle at about 15 different ages. Exactly. And so Bruce says, um, this is a war. Uh, this is where the lieutenant line comes. He's like, this yeah. is a war and you're my second in command. Yeah. And if you're not 100% behind me, then you might as well not be behind me at all. Fuck. And that's, when he get- and that's where they have a massive argument. They fall out. And he fires them as Robin. And he says, you're done. Like you're not Robin. There's anyway. no point in you being Robin unless you can put a hundred percent into it. Right. Okay. Which classic Batman? Yeah, classic protector of a young boy. Yeah. Um. Dick left the Wayne Manor soon after falling this falling out, uh, helping him through this difficult time. He went straight back to the Titans, involving yeah. Starfire because his, he has relationships with other people. Because he's friends. Yeah. He's friends. He's got lots of friends. He has somewhere else to go. Because people like him. Yeah. Um, and so he goes back to the Titans uh, and Starfire is there, obviously, his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, I haven't mentioned Starfire, but Starfire is a member of the Titans and Dick is a ladies' man. So he's she's like this really attractive alien who, where, who, whose outfit is really revealing yep. and Dick's like me and you <laughs> big fan <laughs> big fan and she's like big fan of you <laughs> um, so they they become they get together and they fall in love but that's not to do with either I kind of skipped the love so if I got into the amount of this fucking relationship this man <laughs> we'd be here all fucking day fair right? enough I'm only going to probably click on him and Barbara Gordon obviously right they're the obvious ones Um now this is where Nightwing appears, Sean. The nightest, the nightest wing. No, he's been fired as Robin. Yeah, he can't call himself. He's that. searching for something to do. This yeah. is where Titans, the TV show, kind of jumps in. Yeah, in that he's, he's separated from Bruce, but he's not fully Nightwing yet. Yeah. So, and he also gives the leadership of the Titans over to Wonder Girl because he's like, I need to sort out who the fuck I am yeah. before I do anything else. Uh, so uncertain of what to do, this might surprise you, Sean, but he actually goes to someone he knew would understand, Mr. Superman. Super, he went to talk to Superman. Went to talk, do you know anything about this? No. Uh, <laughs> so, very briefly, Dick considered giving up as a superhero, or as a crime-fighting uh, person, because he was like, well, I'm not, if I'm not Robin, I have no identity. Yeah. 
And uh, Superman tells him that long ago on Krypton, a man was cast out by his family, just as Dick had been. He dreamed of a world ruled by justice and set out to protect the helpless of Krypton. His true identity was never revealed, but Superman told him that this man's, this legend of Krypton, he went by the name of Nightwing. If, right? What? And so the Nightwing name comes from literally Dick Grayson going to see Superman going, I have no identity, who am I? Yeah. Because I can't talk to Bruce, because Bruce is a dick, and me and him are fighting. Yeah. And so you're the second best. Because Bruce and Superman are different sides of the coin. Superman is justice and peace. And yeah. And so he goes to see Superman, who he probably grew up with as well. He's probably known for a few years. Yeah. And Superman's like, I know you have a good heart. Like, who do you want to be? And he's like, I don't know. I just want to solve crime. I want to be better than Bruce. Yeah. And he's like, well, I, there was a man on Krypton who was cast out of his family. And he was a hero. It's a legend. I don't know if it's true. I think it was true in the past, but then the Crisis on Infinite Earths changed it so that it became a legend. Right. And, uh... There was a legend that he was cast up by his family and he served over the city and he did his best and his name was Nightwing. And so he took it from that. And Dick Grayson then becomes Nightwing because he loves that name so much. That's class. And that's where he got the name Nightwing. Yeah, um, thanks, Superman. Thank you, Superman. Um, when all of his teammates were captured by Deathstroke in the Titans... That'll happen. Um, Deathstroke is a bit of a dick. Uh, and delivered to the hive, Dick assumed a new identity of Nightwing. This is where he had the big deep V-neck oh, and the, the tassels. I love it. The 80s Nightwing is very fancy. <laughs> um, and helped the freedom with the help of a new ally and future Titan, Jericho. Oh. Um, Nightwing had finally moved out of the shadow of the bat. He was his own person now. Um, and he would lead the Titans through some hard times. He would deep... He would be deeply affected by the fact that Batman traded a new Robin only for him to be seemingly killed at the hands of the Joker beaten to death with a crowbar that would hinder you slightly so in a way Dick won <laughs> Dick. in the battle of the death actually Jason won Jason won of course he did because he came back he won the race to death <laughs> the race the race of staying alive Dick won yeah Dick won that one indeed yeah um, shortly after this during Batman Year 3 Dick learned that Mr. Tony Zuko the man who killed his parents that Bruce had said died was alive years and years back fuck was of course still alive oh no he was in fact actually just in a coma and he had been in jail for the last 10 years coma jail but you know who didn't tell Dick any of this Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne Bruce motherfucking Wayne Bruce motherfucking Wayne Uh, Batman feared that Dick would want the gangster dead so he protected him protected as in quotation marks protected the boy by telling him that Zuko was dead so after nearly spending seven years in prison with good behaviour, Zuko applied for parole in exchange, in exchange for becoming an informant oh, for the, to so the police. So he'll go back out to the mob and be like, I'm yeah. back, boys. Yeah, exactly. So just as Dick arrived to see him step out of prison, he was gunned down by an enemy mobster, Oh, Tony Zuko. And, uh, and I delighted. think that's where they get um, the bit in Batman Begins. You know when he turns up to the courtroom to yeah. kill Joe Chill? And it, yeah. And somebody else shoots him. I think that's inspired by that. That's pretty cool. Because Dick turns up to the jail to ready be Ready like, to do it. Ready to fight him. Yeah. And just like, you kill my parents. You ruin my life. And this mobster shoots him. And I think that's very cool. It's that, very similar to what happens. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, so despite catching the assassin and getting some closure to his parents, so he catches the assassin afterwards, yeah. uh, Dick was upset 
with Bruce for lying to him and keeping him away from the truth. Fair. Um, Bruce explained that this was not his att- intent. <laughs> I just did it. I didn't mean for you to find out. Because Bruce just doesn't care. No, he doesn't. So, th- you can see why they fight. Yeah. Because Bruce just has no emotionally... He's so emotionally stunted that he cannot figure out other people. Bruce just has decided that he knows everything mm. and he doesn't need to ask anyone's permission or tell anyone anything. Even if it's about his life. Yeah. Like, it's Nightwing's life and it's Nightwing's ki- parents' killer. Yeah, he should at least know what the story is. So feeling hurt and betrayed, Bruce and Dick would remain odds at each other. Uh, never fully sorting out their strained relationship really they're, oh. they're now they're now grand but for years there'd be no trust there was no trust at all um, so while serving with the new titans Dick was searched out by an older Tim Drake oh. um, this is before Tim became Robin uh, he said that Dick needed to return as Robin because Batman was going off the deep end after him. one Jason Todd and the crowbar of course Um so Tim turns up and he's like you need to be Robin again he's going off the deep end he needs a light yeah. he needs someone to guide him and Dick's like that's not me man we're not, we're not literally not even talking we hate each other I haven't spoken to him in years there's there's a lot of water under that bridge yeah. and I think you're, account- you're going up the wrong tree if I went back we would just fight Yeah. there's no point I would not help uh, and in, in that case Dick uh, does return to Batman mm-hmm. he pleads Tim's case yeah. uh, as uh, he's suitable as the new Rob. He can be. He so can he follow go, us. He does go back to Batman, but he's like, this kid clearly cares, and I know you're afraid after Jason Todd, but that guy, he can do some good. Yeah, he can help. And this actually means that Tim Drake does become the third Robin. Mm-hmm. And because Dick vouches for him, Alfred vouches for him, and Bruce finally lets up, and he's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but Tim Drake and D- Dick Grayson have, like, they're like. Tight, tight brothers. Like they are best friends. Yeah, they actually like each other. They, they're they're probably the two most. Cl- That's why Dick Grayson is my number one. Tim Drake is my number two in comic books. They get along. They they are. They, if any scene they're together, they're just roasting each other. Yeah. But like in a friendly way, it's not really banter. Mean. It's banter as you will, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Oh, um, you prick. <laughs> so. Meanwhile, in Gotham, Bruce Wayne was nearly killed by a certain villain named Bane. Of course, Sean. got his back broke. Um, yeah, I'm going through the whole 90s comic books here. But, what can you do? But um, yeah, so see, all this is happening in Batman. Yeah. And I'm looking at it from uh, Nightwing's perspective. Yeah. So Batman gets crippled. And uh, unwilling to force Dick to come back and believing that Dick deserved to be his old man, that's why Batman gave the Batman suit to Jean-Paul Valli Azrael Azrael yeah instead of him oh okay because so he's clearly more qualified yeah but he was like no he's Nightwing he doesn't need to be Batman and they're already very on even ground yeah that even if Bruce has a broken spine he's like <laughs> he'll still say no yeah <laughs> and he I think there's that's the one bit where Bruce kind of comes across okay where he's like he needs to be his old man yeah he can't just be in my shadow all the time yeah, I can't have him thinking he's the backup me. Yeah, um, and then Azrael, of course, goes crazy yeah. as Batman, and uh, he starts fighting Tim, and like, Tim is his Robin. Yeah, still, and he's only just brand new or like just newish. So he's he, this guy goes crazy. Dick has to then return to help. Uh, sort out the mess. And Dick, I think it's Dick, Catwoman, Tim Drake, all join together to fight him. Right, and they're like they take him down. 
to be like, you're no longer Batman, fucking you're a crazy person, you're a psychopath. I'll get into Adriel, he's really interested as well. Okay. He takes over as Batman for a little bit, then goes fucking mental. <laughs> That's fine. Um, he, he re- when Dick returned to the Titans, he found her to be changed after this. So he comes like, Batman of course did his spine heels because it's comic books. Of course. It was like half a year. Just stands up. <laughs> and he was fine. <laughs> he just needed to will it to happen. Um, he found her to be changes. The government had placed Arsenal in charge and this meant that uh, Dick was no longer in charge and Dick kind of felt... I don't really need to be here. Yeah. If you're the leader, because he's like, okay, Ashley, you can take that. So he kind of leaves. He yeah. leaves the Titans and he moves off. He moves to Bloodhaven. Now, Bloodhaven, do you know anything about Bloodhaven? Not a whole Bloodhaven lot. is Nightwing City. Oh, so okay. He Blo- looks after it. Nightwing doesn't look after Gotham. He looks after Bloodhaven. He, Bloodhaven in the comic books is where all the Gotham's worst people go to. Okay. So, they created Gotham, which is meant to be this crime-infested city. Yeah. Bloodhaven is like 100 miles or like 50 miles down the road. And just... And that's meant to be even more crime-infested. Jesus. And so, Dick has a whole story where he's like, I don't need to be in Gotham because you have Batman, you've got Robin, you've, you've got, got Cat- everyone. You've got everyone. I'll be my own man, give him my own city. So, he literally moves... To Bloodhaven by himself, and I think there's um in the Nightwing series of the nineties and there's like five hundred of this. I've read them all, <laughs> but not to rag on them. Yeah. He turned into a policeman for a long while. He, okay, he goes cool. undercover as a policeman because he's joined the city and he's like, "What's the best way to find crimes?" Be a, be a you're, you're on the radio and you hear a crime and you just change into a Nightwing and you just go there. Nice one. Um, and so he he's in Bloodhaven for many many years, and I'm skipping like twenty years here. There's many stories in between, <laughs> but I felt like I could do this fucking forever. A I bunch mean, of shit happens. Um, a bunch of shit happens, right? I'm gonna get to Batman R.I.P. and the Battle for the Cowl. Okay. Uh, we've talked Battle for the Cowl a little bit in the Tim Drake one. We have. Uh, Batman R.I.P. is when Batman dies. Oh. Uh, this is in 2008. So, I'm going up to, to the new 52, as we did to do. Um, this is in 2008. Batman dies, and he's killed by the black glove, or the black hand. Someone with a hand. I think it's glove. Glove. I think it's glove. Black glove, they're an organisation, they finally kill Batman. Right. And he's dead. Like, confirmed Proper dead. dead actually Proper dead. confirmed dead. Ten. Well, it's comic books. Yeah. Turns out he went back in time, but let's not get into that. <laughs> um, he's, he's basically dead. And The Battle of the Cowl is the very first comic book series I ever read, oh. actually. Because uh, I watched the animated series, and then I watched... And I was like, I need to more Batman stuff. And if then I was like, was if only there was some sort of medium that had hundreds of years of Batman <laughs> stuff. And I went, oh yeah. And then the perfect story was the one that started with Nightwing and Tim Drake were the lead characters. That's cool. Um, Battle for the Cowl is that you've Tim Drake... You've Dick Grayson, who Dick Grayson does not want to be Batman. No. So Batman's dead, and everyone's like, you're the obvious next in command. And he's like, I'm Nightwing, I don't want to be Batman. I'm yeah. Nightwing, I don't want to be Batman. So the more he says no, Tim Drake is like, you gotta take it, because I can't do it. I'm just Robin. And Damian Wayne is here, and he's only fucking Ted, and he can't take it, so yeah. you're the last one here. And then suddenly a Batman starts peering around Gotham, and he's using guns. And he's going around in full Batman costume, shooting people, right. ruining the Batman's image. It's Jason Todd. Ah. Because he has a bit of a vendetta against Batman as well. He does. Uh, so he comes back, 
and then find that's the only thing that kicks Dick Grayson into action he's like well he's gonna ruin he's gonna ruin it for everyone so I have to be Batman so it, that comic book ends with them on a train a speeding chain, train Dick Grayson and Jason Todd and they're having a fucking fight for like ages and there's right. like a, it's a serious fight scene and then it ends up I think Dick kicks him off a moving train well that'll do it <laughs> that would do it then he wins okay good. I think that's the winning strike so now he's Batman then he's Batman. And this is my favourite run of comic books ever. I will get... This is the last thing and then we'll get the powers of abilities. Grand, grand, grand. This is the last before New 52. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick... Uh, so this is about Nightwing but there is a run that I, is very special to me and that is Batman and Robin from 2009. Grant Morrison's run. Right. Uh, Dick Grayson is Batman and Damian Wayne is Robin. And why is that? Because uh, Tim Drake is Robin Yeah. at the time. And Dick takes over as Batman and he turns around to Tim and he's like, you're not Robin anymore. And Tim's like, why? And he's like, because you're my, you're like my partner. You're my equal. You're my equal in this scenario because we've been together for like 20 years. Yeah. You're not like boy wonder. You're, no. you're equal. I need somebody, someone who's Robin needs to somebody who, who can grow. But you're already like the finished article. Yeah. You don't need to be Robin anymore. You're my own. And he's like completely different to Batman. He's like, you're your own person. Go out there and fucking strike the world. Yeah, like, I believe in you. I believe in you rather than Bruce. Like, you just stick beside me at all times because I'm the only thing that makes you. You do what I say. Yeah. And so Tim is like completely lost. He becomes Raid Robin after that. Yeah. Uh, Damien Wayne becomes Robin in this scenario. And why this is so fascinating, this is like, it's 23 issues, I think it is. And it's really, really dark. Professor Pig is in it. He starts sewing pig masks onto children's faces. Oh, Lord. And it's really gruesome. A lot of bloody murders. That's Grant Morrison. Um, definitely not kid-friendly yeah. in any way. Uh, but the two of them as a dynamic duo is my favourite Batman and Robin. I like Dick Grayson and Damian Wayne more than I like... Batman and Dick Grayson as Batman and Robin (laughs) as a dynamic yeah because they're completely different opposites yeah Damian Wayne is so serious and Dick Grayson is Batman and he's the Joker right he's the one quipping and And Damian Damian is brooding Damian Wayne is constant brooding and he's Robin at all times that's pretty good and so it's completely switched and Dick is the only one that can talk to Damian Damian won't listen to anybody else but Dick doesn't take any of his shit. And, yeah. he just, every and Damien time, respects him for it. Damien kind of loves him for that. He's the only one that... Dick's the only one that will listen to Damien and then yeah. go, you're being really, really dumb. Stop being silly. But he'll listen to him. Yeah, he'll listen because Dick gets along with everyone. Yeah. He, he'll listen to you and he's like... And Damien, he's like, Damien, come on. He, Damien, Dick's the one who vouches to the Titans for Damien. He's like, I know he's hard. I know he's hard work. But he's good. He's good under all that. And they're, and they're like, only for you, Dick, he would not join this team. Just because of who you are. Just because you were leader for like 50 years of this fucking team is the only reason that kid who's really fucking annoying is in this team. Yeah. And Damien, of course, walks in feet on the table. He's like, <laughs> this is fucking too below me, right? <laughs> so they're Batman and Robin. I could not recommend it enough, that run. Um, it's really fucked up. And you see Damien start at, like, he's the cockiest fucker ever. Yeah. And he hates Dick. At the start, he's like, you're just, like, a fucking... You're not my dad. You're Batman light. Yeah, Yeah. you're not my dad kind of thing. Yeah. And by the end of it, like, he respects Dick so much. And the two of them... I think there's a scene where 
in the New 52 just before Damien dies well he comes back to life but he comic books he just before he dies they have like a real heart to heart and Damien's like you're the only one I like and the whole Jesus. family <laughs> so uh, it's, it's pretty nice so yeah. um, as I said Dick has a way with people that he's just he's lo- good with people he's a good leader but he's le- he leads by like getting your respect rather than fear yeah you'll follow him because you like him rather than exactly so in terms of powers and abilities we're nearly finished shot don't worry uh, powers and abilities uh, we have peak human conditioning of course of course so he's Pe- like an Olympic athlete he's the best athlete in the DC comics other than Catwoman probably okay. Catwoman's the only one that can put it up to him but in terms of strength he would be stronger and more Pe- agile peak human strength he's, he's as hu- strong as a human that size can be yeah um, but yeah peak human conditioning he's all speed and stabila like his nightwing suit which yeah. is fucking <laughs> it's the the black suit with the the blue the two blue lines the blue trim on it the blue trim on it um, over the two shoulders so you have that and then you have uh, he's after taking all the weight out of it so it's all for agility yeah so, so he's less protected but well, he's all about speed he's faster and he can avoid everything yeah that's True. what that's the idea um, he's got peak human speed peak human agility peak human reflexes peak human stamina just all the he's a peak human he's a peak human um, he's a master acrobat because because he was a child trained actor. by Batman since he was very young yeah and in, he was in the circus <laughs> the circus yes um, he's an indomitable will Okay, right. so if he sets his mind to something. Uh, like his mentor, Grayson has a very strong will. He's able to resist Scarecrow's potent fear toxins, resist and overcome mind control from Brother Blood, and was able was even a candidate to succeed the Green Lantern at one stage because his will was so strong. That's pretty cool. Isn't that good? That's class. Yeah, that he was so strong that he could have been Green Lantern. Dude. And yeah. Like, uh, well, the green one, the guy with the suit. I think it was fair. Hal Jordan that there was between Hal Jordan and Dick Grayson. To be that Greenlander, yeah, whoever the ring shows, yeah. Oh man, yeah. So that's uh, cool. He in- intimidation. He's a skilled enough to get Scarecrow, who only fears Batman, to talk. And during his time with Batman, was able to contain a riot in Arkham Asylum at one stage. Jesus. Um, he's got genius level intellect, master of stealth, expert marksman, weapon profici- proficiency, escape artist. You know, like just all the stuff. He's an expert hacker. He's basically Batman. Yeah. Um, he's Batman, but nice. Batman but nice he's an expert leader as well which is one of his main traits yeah that, like that's why he's he's led the teen titans for so many years batman's not a super good leader terrible leader <laughs> he's, terrible man he's good as himself yeah but if it's a group he's normally like i'll just make my own plan and not tell any of you yeah and we'll just get to the same goal um so in terms of equipment he's got the nightwing suit which i've already mentioned has less armor to leave himself more agility and uh, nightwing mask all of his stuff has gauntlets and boot his boots and his gauntlets all have equipment in it okay he doesn't have a, a belt right he's- so they'd be the bulkiest things so he oh. just may as well put everything into that all of his equipment is in the boots or in his gloves cool uh which is where he keeps everything uh I, he also calls his batarangs wingdings Nice. <laughs> just, just nice. <laughs> Transportation, I normally associate him with the wing cycle. The motorbike. The, mo- the motor vrum vrum. The motor, the motor vrum vrum. The very same. Um, he's also got the sticks. Uh, what are they called? Size. Uh, no. no, not size. Um, oh, es- Escrima sticks, I think they're called. Okay. Uh, 
they're like they're sh- they can be shocky ones as well. But Ooh. normally, normally he's just got two little ones, and he's like on so really super quick with him. He's super quick, and he's just he beat the shit out of you. You're dead before um, you see him. Maybe not dead. <laughs> um, in his Batman suit, Grayson's bad suit featured a lighter cape to accommodate his more acrobatic fighting style, mm-hmm. and a utility belt with a bat shaped buckle. He also developed para capes for his and Damien's costumes, which gives him the ability to glide, which cool. Batman didn't have. Yeah, um, I love a glidey Batman. Yeah, Grayson is notably also shorter than Bruce Wayne because I think Brain is I think he's six two in the comics. Yeah, and I think Nightwing is six foot. So Jim Gordon immediately notices why Batman is two inches yeah, shorter. Just, yeah, um, his birthday is November eleventh. This is just my trivia. It's nearly um, his birthday. Grayson took the name Nightwing after being inspired by uh, Nightwing and Flamebird, which were heroes on Superman's home planet. Cool. Um, also note, Bette Kane, the original Batgirl, has since been brought back into continuity and is now operating as a vigilante under the name Flamebird. Oh, very good. Um, Grayson has been engaged twice. To Starfire <laughs> and Barbara Gordon. If both times. Yes. Um, Starfire's wedding was ruined by a, a supervillain in the Teen Titans. Cool. Um, but the wedding to Barbara Gordon, he was he proposed to her, and she still has the ring in her possession. Oh, uh, and he says, "You keep it because I'll probably ask again at some point." So you just keep that, and so she always has the ring on just around, yeah. In case he needs to propose again, because the two of them are always on and off. Right, but um, the, the job keeps them. But I mean, they should be on, really, because like I'm a big stan. Of them, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Um, he's there. He still cares greatly about. Her. He's also told Starfire he's not interested in her anymore. But I think he's just he's more Batgirl now or Barbara, Barbara Gordon. Gar. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he also by his own admission, he also has a weakness for redheads. So if you see any redhead, he's probably had sex with them. Right, fair enough. <laughs> um, he's also had a one night stand with Huntress. I'm telling you, we could do a, a full episode. list. A full list. If you've read any of his like annuals it's always just like if there's a female and him in the same panel you're like yeah they're probably they're probably gonna have sex <laughs> happy Christmas lads <laughs> um, Dick's parents left him a trust fund that Bruce Wayne's partner Lucius Fox later turned into a small fortune nice so one. anytime he spends them it's from his wealth he never, spend, he never spends anything from Bruce because they were so strange for so many years yeah he couldn't manage he's like I don't care I don't want any of your money Bruce Yeah, I'm my own man and so that's why he got a job and he just started paying for his own thing yeah um, but yeah that's I think that's the end of my report on Nightwing dude did I do enough you did I think I don't know if I did enough he's really cool I could like, do a lot more <laughs> as part two episode 100 you can just talk about part two well there are three shows a week on Nightwing is he, is he cool he's very cool oh, he's boys. an absolute hero oh man he sounds more interesting to me than Batman is that is definitely true <laughs> but I'm completely biased as well so Absolutely. I don't know uh, yeah I think I think that uh, people like Batman but if they just read up on Nightwing they're like oh this is cooler Batman he's, he's a Batman you could actually hang out with yes exactly yeah. he's just he's quippy he's real nice and this way they don't get along in any way yeah uh, but, but then at the same time he's also got the same like willpower like if he's gonna do it he's gonna do it properly yeah exactly yeah Nice one. Yeah, okay. oh boys, I'm tired. 
It's okay. I'll, ta- I'll take it from here, oh, Connor. Lads. Thank you, everyone, very much for listening to this very special 52nd episode of Hero or Zero. I did it. Everyone tweet, <laughs> I told you I'd every, do it. <laughs> everyone tweet Connor and tell him what a good job he did. Uh, we're on Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram Heroes for Hire Podcast. And you can email us Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you want to fly over there and support us, you can. It's in the link in the description or it's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire Podcast. But the best way you can support the podcast is by telling one human being that we exist amazing and tell one human being it about Nightwing mm, please a Nightwing I, just, <laughs> I love Nightwing and read all the things I just mentioned I can't remember what I mentioned yeah but you, you, look you, you can rewind it <laughs> I can't rewind right now <laughs> it's real life uh, I've been Sean Bean I've been Connor Lawler thanks very much I'll see you next week guys. bye bye 